Hello, everybody. I'm back again. We're uh, we're on fire this week, aren't we? So, funny one. I uh, I want to have a chat with you this week about. Well, it's time to dig deep, really, because this is something that comes up from from time to time, and I guess probably every service based business experiences this. And um, yeah, it all started. Right back, I think it was probably the beginning of the summer, or maybe it was it was kind of June time, something like that. And uh, it was it was a difficult conversation with a client or customer, as we call them here at Rover. See, one of our ecologists was commissioned to carry out a preliminary roost assessment or PRA of an old farmstead, and a PRA is basically it's in relation to bats, not trees. We're back back with the old bats again, and. The reason that we were going up there to do this is that PRAs, whenever there is going to be alterations to a building that affects the roof or the built footprint, then the local planning authority will often request a BAT survey or a PRA, preliminary roost assessment. And the reason they'll do that, or the local authority ecologists will do that, is because quite often they've got access to information which you haven't. And that is called something called the European Protected Species Licensing. And what that enables them to do is they can have a look using some online tools and also their own internal database to see what, if any, uh, European protected species licenses have been issued near your property um, in relation to bats. So they've often got information that you haven't, and we come across this quite often where people have lived somewhere for um, 10, 20, 30 years and beyond and are totally unaware of the fact that bats are regularly using their building to roost either as a hibernation roost or as day roost or even in some cases a maternity roost so the pra it's included with a phase one ecological survey or a preliminary ecological assessment or sometimes it can be a standalone survey basically what the ecologists are doing they're looking for features capable of supporting bats not necessarily evidence but features capable of supporting bats They are looking for evidence of bat activity following the Bat Conservation Trust um, guidelines and SIEM guidelines. So they're looking for things like bat droppings, staining on the walls of the building, bat droppings on the the ground outside, um, butterfly wings, all all these kind of things that are uh, indicators that bats are using your building. And crucially, it will also require an internal inspection of buildings if they are... um, proposed to be worked on so in terms of bat surveys that is the very first step is that is that pra and uh, this chap so our ecologist had gone up there she'd done the data collection she'd done the desktop assessment um she'd gone up to do the site visit she carried out the pra and then about five or six days later the report goes across to the client and essentially the client or customer needed bat emergence surveys or bat activity surveys because the building had been classed as having low potential. Now, it was at this point that the customer kicked off big style. So this customer um, was an old farmer. He'd bought the site basically to develop it for him and his wife to retire to. And they really did think that this was a total cash cow and that we could have predicted that these um, additional surveys were going to be used. 
sometimes we can if we're given good photos but generally speaking the preliminary roost assessment will um, highlight whether you're going to need those bat activity surveys or not there are two types of activity surveys there's dawn um, re-entry surveys and there is uh, dusk emergence surveys now if a building's got low potential quite often there will only need to be one dusk or evening emergence survey initially so I'm having a long chat with this chap and he really did think that, you know, we were we were just out because obviously these um, bat activity surveys involve many people on site. You can't have just one surveyor on site because all the building's elevations need to be covered with the Mark 1 eyeball. And in some cases as well, we're now starting to put out um, night vision aids or infrared cameras as well, which can really, really help bring clarity to the information that we are collecting so there's a lot of kit gets deployed and a lot of bodies gets deployed and it's in unsociable hours so these type of bat activity surveys they're not cheap um you're looking at probably somewhere in the region of 900 to a thousand pounds per evening for a couple of surveyors and and camera equipment and those prices can obviously change depending on depending on what is needed for that particular project so we can really understand this guy he's gone from a 500 pound survey up to an evening's activity survey and possibly more worst case scenario you're going to need three surveys um if you uh, if a bat roost is is discovered so we had a good chat and i was able to calm him down a little bit because i'd have you consider the possibility that at the end of the day we're on your side it's our job to help you navigate the legalities of protected species and um we wouldn't do we wouldn't be doing our job properly if we just handed over that report and said that's great jim off you go into into the sunset knowing full well that once that report went to the local planning authority they're going to come back and say you need back activity surveys um, and that's one that's worth bearing in mind if your uh, building has been classed as having low potential or above then you are going to need those um, back activity surveys completed and all the reporting done before uh, the local authority will award your planning consent so it's really really important to do this in the right order and to have a good consultancy supporting you so I had a good chat with the client because, you know, at the end of the day, email is not always best for these things. We were able to have a chat, was able to empathise with his uh, situation and we were able to come up with a plan to get those uh, get those activity surveys done. And actually, in the end, I went up there on the survey with the ecologist and we had a cup of tea on site and everything was good. So I'm recording this on the 9th of September, the bat activity survey season is now closed there's a few surveys left to um, left to wrap up but what you can't do is start new surveys in september because they're suboptimal so that's bat activity surveys what you can do is your preliminary roost assessments if you've been asked for a bat preliminary roost assessment give us a shout we can help you out with that uh, and then if you need activity surveys they would be starting in may next year and the great news there is obviously you can get that booked in early and save the heartache and pain of last minute season dramas next year so today i would have you consider the possibility that sometimes it is good to talk email is not always best and it's best to assume that at the end of the day your consultant is there to help you if you want to find out some more information you can go and 
download our Rover Remedy app. You can get that on Android and Apple, and there's lots of useful information and videos on there about that survey. So there we go, folks. Hopefully that is helpful, and I will speak to you on the next one. Cheers now. Bye.